The Beer Goggles Butterfield Bermuda Championship DFS and Betting Preview. Woo! I'm DB, and I I went liquor before beer. For beer? Yeah, I mean, listen. If you're like, what are these guys doing? Well, the only way to the only way to see a pretty girl in this field is to have is have your beer goggles on. Mm-hmm. So it's that, and I know these aren't goggles, but I'm going real beachy. I'm real beachy theme. I got mixed match um, florals going on, and uh, I'm just feeling it, man. We're you know we're we're getting ready, man. We're in Bermuda. Bermuda, Bahama, Key Largo, Montego. What are you drinking? I got a. Uh, I just. I just switched from Tito's to this new. I really love this Yingling Flight stuff. I, th- I mean, is it? Yeah, I mean, I, I haven't tried it. I don't. I mean, I just. I basically just did three shots of Tito's, literally within fifteen minutes of each other. So this is a. I, I'm on. I'm heading to Planet Tito's. Woo! Now, as 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 we know, that's that's a rare occurrence this year. Yeah. On the show, but I'm doing it. I'm doing it for the people. Uh, and for Bermuda, because um, you know, sometimes you just got to go to Planet Tito's. Yeah, and we're gonna get there tonight. It's gonna be a good show. We're gonna have some uh, beer goggles, Bermuda tomfoolery here in just a second. We're gonna talk about the Bermuda. We're gonna give her DraftKings picks, outright picks, all that stuff. But first off, Pat, another winner in the fall for Team Tour Junkies, Eric Van Ruyen, eighty to one, dished him out on the show. We both absolutely loved him on both shows last mm-hmm. week. Um, and then by the time I went to write my Big Balls betting card article on tourjunkies.com, he was 90 to 1. I got him at 90, pounded that for a 31-unit cash, baby. And what dramatic fashion. I mean, yeah. listen, I, I, I know like everybody else is watching the NFL, but the last few holes were quite enticing. At, uh, at the Worldwide Technology Championship to see Eric do what he did, making the putts that he was making. Our boy Alex Goggert, Feely, on the bag for him. Him and Eric are good buddies. Everything was well documented there with uh, Eric's, Eric and Alex's golf, former golf roommate, John, that's doing his thing uh, and, and, and battling uh, an illness right now, um, and it's not looking good. So T's and P's for John and his family, and, and Eric just carried the weight of that. So did Alex, and it was just such a moment to see those boys win it. We know Eric. We know Alex. They're both great dudes. We love those guys. Uh, we knew they were playing well. We knew they were feeling it. I said in the nut hut on Wednesday night, I said, listen, EVR is primed and ready. He's working with Sean Foley. He's, his swing has been awesome. His fall has been awesome. And he wants to button this up. He wants to get off that 125 FedEx bubble number and button it up and go home to South Africa and kick it. I literally told the whole nut hut that. And then that's what he did. And what did he do? He withdrew from Bermuda today, which everybody's yeah. doing. But um, yeah, well, anyway, it was a hell surprised. of a Sunday. Hell of a Sunday. I mean, when Ryu, Ryu Ijimata is withdrawing, you know it's bad, right? Yeah. Whatever his name is. Um, oh, no, you're talking about Ruji Yamada. Yeah. How do you get Ruji Yamada wrong? Is he I a mean, record I, label executive? 
I don't know. He's a former bulldog, man. Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Yeah, he's a, he was in school when I was at Georgia. So freaking old he is, bro. I, I was knee high to a grasshopper when you were when you were in school at Georgia. So I wasn't paying attention to the UGA golf team. Yeah, old Ruji, Ruji um, Amada. But another hit. I mean, dang, we've had Sahith. We had Tom Kim. You had Tom Kim. We had EVR. Are we missing? We didn't have another one, right? It's just three. I think three. Bam. We all, were close. We were like all over it though the week before. And whatever, that puts me that tournament was. That puts me in the positive for 2023, which is pretty remarkable, all things considered. The yeah. slump that I was. Oh on. wait, you? I thought we didn't. You, well, wait, I, oh wait, you said you were going to do whatever you want. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I, I listen. I've not been keeping track of it, but I am yeah. keeping track of it now. And and now I'm in the positive. I, my units are positive. So it's been a good. It was good, and I'm excited about it. Um. I, I want to go down the board. As always, we like to go down the board. I got one name I want to bring up. Presented to you by our friends at Leaderboard. The new Leaderboard Pro update is incredible. You got the Apple Watch thing going on. There's new games. There's new... I have numbness on the tip of my middle finger on my left hand. That's the Tito's. There's... No, it's really strange. Um, new games, new stuff going on with Leaderboard. Check out the Pro Update, new insights. You can add your penalties in there, advanced stats and metrics. You guys all love advanced stats and metrics. I know you do. I know you're sluts for some stats and metrics. Uh, you got auto press tracking for Nassau and match play. The GPS scoring stat tracking is all right there on your Apple Watch if you play with your Apple Watch on, like you're some, you know, like your damn Steve Jobs out there on the course. I don't know. But anyway, the, the leaderboard app, uh, the, the pro update is banging, and it's as cheap as it's going to get right now. So get in there, make it happen, try it out. The leaderboard update is fantastic. I'm going to go down the board, Pat, and I'm going to go all the way, way down the board, way on down the board to talk about this guy. Where is he? He finished T45. And oh, I know where you're going. Where am I going? I feel like you're going with Svensson for some reason. Isn't he down? Isn't he in that range? No. Okay. Svensson finished. Well, actually, yes. Yeah, Svensson also finished T T forty five. Which forget okay. f- forget about him. Forget about him. Forget about him. All right. We have gone. Uh, we have gone like this with Steven Yeager for most of the year. Oh yeah. Okay. This. But 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 false false Steven Yeager Stefan Yeager Stefan Yeager fall him. Is not him, and and I, I and and I said this. So I'm, this is me. If I'm going down the board, I'm not going to go down the board and talk about a guy I got wrong, right? I'm going to talk about a guy I got right. Like fall, Steven Yeager is not the guy. He's not 10k Steven Yeager in DraftKings, 30 to one Steven Yeager in the outright market. Not the Steven Yeager you want. He doesn't have. He doesn't have something. I don't know. I don't know how long it's been. We should have. A, we need to have. We need to have a uh, calendar thing like they have in like factories and stuff. It says it's been however many days since our last accident or whatever. However many days it's been since Steven Yeager won a golf tournament. I don't even care what effing tour it's on. If it was on the Corn Ferry Tour, I need to know how long it's been since he's done that. We need to keep track of that. Because I know at, at one point in the middle of the year when I was trying to sell people on Steven Yeager, I, I remembered this the other day just at random. I was trying to sell people on Steven Yeager being good and being able to win a golf tournament. And I was like, the dude's won half a dozen times on the Corn Ferry Tour. And, and to win on the Corn Ferry Tour, that's something. That's doing something. But if you haven't won on the Corn Ferry Tour 
you know, since Trump was in office, I, and you've had all these opportunities, and people have been betting you at 30 to 1, and people have been playing you at 10K on DraftKings, then I don't know. I, I, I just don't know. If, if the Worldwide Technology Championship, you can't do better than the T45, don't stop getting suckered into Steven Yeager. If he's at the RSM next week, F that. Don't do it. Don't do it. I, I think he's fraudulent fall version of Steven Yeager. And I'm glad I faded him. Hope everybody else faded him. But, but you didn't because he was owned. He was popular. And people bet him. Saw him on all kind of betting cards. Who's Steven Yeager? 30 to 1. <laughs> no, you're, you're an asshat. He's not going to win. Give me the days. since Somebody in the chat. How many days since Steven Yeager's won his last tournament? I think it's in the 500s. If you go to Corn Ferry. And didn't he win like three it's gotta in a row? It's got to be longer than that. It's got to be longer than that. Uh, he won like three Pat, in how many days are in a year? There's, there's 365. So, yeah, you're probably right. Maybe it's like, uh, wait, what? You know, maybe it's, maybe it's 750. Producer Tony had to take the, take the night off at the last minute, unfortunately. But uh, he would be great for this right now. Yeah, he would, he would find out. I, I um, bet, it, I bet, okay, what's the over under? The over under is 800. I would take the under there. It's got to be the under there. 800. Brick, Brick, are you just looking at numbers in the room and yelling them out? 800? No, I bet it's, I bet it's been, I bet it's been 704. Well, his last victory was the Corn Fairy victory, right? I know. It had, yes, yes. Was but, it the three in a row that he got the automatic? No, no, dude. That was the first time he got automatically exempted. No, then he, he lost it again. Like, what if I'm, he's just not a PGA Tour guy? I don't know. I didn't expect to talk about Jaeger that much. All right. That's my down the board. You know what, though? There's, your, your sunglasses are freaking me out. <laughs> There's like, I I'm, swear, I'm Deion Sanders, it, it, man. I can see reflections of like what you're looking at. And it looks like on your, there's a reflection of a, somebody on a couch in front of you. It looks like an old, scary looking man with a suit on. I, I don't know. It's scaring <laughs> what? me. It's freaking me out. <laughs> That is definitely the Tito's talking for you, my friend. Because <laughs> I don't know. There's no just... scary looking man. Uh, there's no scary looking man okay. on a couch in front of me. Now, uh, right now, anyway. I'm looking up Steven Yeager's last win. But anyway. All right, listen here. I have some down the board while you're looking that up. Dude, you might have been right. It might be over. There. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I think one thing we're seeing, if you just look down the board with a lot of these players, is what the fall can do for some of these players. Like, EVR is a perfect example. Yeah. You know? You got guys like, you know, Hubs, Hubbard, List, Suh, those guys yeah. trying to get in that top 60. You know? So the, I think it's, 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 it's very interesting what it can do. The other ones are this. Kazire, Smotherman, Vajegas, who had a really good tournament, went up a hundred spots on this. Now he's still a good bit away. Yeah, dude, he came out of nowhere. Yeah. He's a good bit away from that top 125. But I think that it is like it is somewhat interesting with this fall series, like these guys trying to get into these numbers and, and how they're playing to do that. So that's my down the board. Like a guy like Vaj- I mean, the fall is key for a guy like Vajegas. I thought he was going to be an announcer. I thought he was done with yeah, him. yeah. And now, I, now I, he's actually got an outside shot. He plays well these next two weeks. Pat, are you ready? Uh, I yes. got the answer. Okay, dude, you were right. 
His last win came at the em- back on Stephen Yeager. His last win came at the Emerald City Classic something in Sandestin, which I played that golf course. Terrible golf course. Um, on the Corn Ferry Tour on April 4th, 2021. 946 hmm. days ago. The, oh, Spaz had it in the chat. It's been 946 days. That's a lot of days. The guy's not, he's not a winner, maybe. He's just not. And, and I, don't, I don't even know if he's going to play the RSM next week. And if he doesn't, we're, talking, we're looking at 1,000 days by the time he tees it up again since he's won. Do you remember what you were good at 1,000 days ago? I don't. Drinking Tito's. No, you were, you were <laughs> good at that. <laughs> Probably pretty good at that. Um, All right. Now maybe um, Lucas Herbert yeah. is in that, that realm. F me, man. I don't want to talk about that guy. All right. Let's go on. A uh, little DFS Porsche. Porsche? Yeah, you're, you're there. Post, Let's go. Post-mortem. <laughs> <laughs> on the uh on the long whatever that worldwide thing was we just did dude the um let me make sure the chalk did not the chalk did not just fill in the blank the chalk did not do good the chalk did not show up the chalk did not hit the chalk did not pay off all of the above uh, of the top 10 highest owned players last week four missed the cut only three finished in the top 25. Ludwig, was, which we love, 32% owned, but finished 11th in DK scoring as the highest-priced player in the field. Um, the, the 7 and 6K range had plenty of guys worth rostering. The perfect lineup only would have had total ownership of around 36%. That is low, my friend. Very low. So, anyway. Um, very interesting last week was last week was weird. Actually, it was at, at a profitable DFS week last last week. And I hit EVR. You know, it's funny as my best lineup. So shout out easy in the in the hut in the nut hut. He, maybe it's not. He, maybe it's Dylan. I'm probably getting it wrong. But we, we do this DFS. Tournament or whatever you'd want to call it contest. You still do that. Where. You can only choose six and seven K guys. That was my best lineup for the week. That was my only. That was my only six of six. Yeah, it crushed. Of course, it had EVR in it too, but that was my yeah. only six of six. It, it crushed. However, with all the good six K players, you know who? Um, you know, none of them were in our six K draft. <laughs> none of our, them. We our, were over. Our we six- went over after we did so well. In no, 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 no. We had we had a couple make the cut. I'm just saying they they were they were bad. They were very oh, okay. bad. Um, okay, I think that's I think that's it. All right, Pat, I want to get into some tomfoolery before we get into the the slate here. Okay, mm-hmm. and, and listen, like if if you're if you're in the comments going, oh god, twenty five minutes before you guys gave a pick, then f you, man, f you. Go go to another channel. It's the Bermuda. Rio Ijimada just withdrew from this damn thing. Okay, Ruji, Ruji, him too. They both just withdrew from this thing. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to hear it. Shut the hell up. Okay? I worked hard on this today. I worked harder on this than mm-hmm. almost anything today. Making graphics and doing research on random-ass guys in this field. And I'm here to... I sh- did none of this, but good. I can't wait to... Th- good. I'm, do I get to talk at least? Yeah, that's why I'm here to challenge thing? you. No, no, you're, you're going to be the contestant on the game show. Oh, okay. You ready Sweet. to play the game? Nice. 
I thought I was about to have to check out for a little bit. No, nope, nope. you got to be engaged. This is this is for you. Okay. I, I built this for you. You ready? All right. All right. <clears throat> First challenge is I'm going to put up three images on the screen, and you're going right. to tell me which one of the three is an is an actual golfer in this field as of 6:46 p.m. Eastern on Monday. I mean, God knows, even this guy could withdraw. He could have, I mean, his dog could have a veterinarian appointment. He needs to get his anal gland expressed or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And he's got to take his dog in, and so he withdraws. Who knows? But, and I only said that because my dog has to get his anal gland expressed or whatever it is. Do you know about that? Okay. No, I don't. Okay. I don't know if we need to know about that. I think it's a bulldog thing. All right, here we go. Ready? Here's the three. Boom. All right, come on. This is not. This is not real. <laughs> you know what? Now I feel like I gotta just. I'm just gonna choose the most. All right, middle guy. He was doing a TikTok something, you know, like for his fraternity. So I don't think that's him. Bottom guy has a. Um, He's up for some election tomorrow, like <laughs> like tomorrow's election day. He's 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 wanting to be the city coroner or something. So I'm going to go with the top guy. I'm going to go with the top guy. God, I love that you said that. Okay, the middle guy is Paul Jameson, and he is not in the field, but he is in HVAC sales. If you need him, I don't remember. Okay. I don't remember where. Right. Well, I wasn't. He's just a random guy on LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> one of the other two is obviously the golfer. Yeah. The other one is an Australian, wait for it, male escort. All right, that's got to be the top one then now. I've got to go back and switch <laughs> it to the bottom. <laughs> yes, that is correct. The top one is the male escort. If okay. anybody needs a male escort in Australia, his name is apparently Ryan James. I know this because I, I know that's what's going to happen. People in the comments, DB, how did you know that? Well, I, I was just trying to think of like golfer names, and then I was just typing them in Google at random, and I just was like, oh, a guy with two first names. Let me go Ryan James. And I, and I was trying to find guys that looked like golfers but weren't golfers, and I found that guy, and apparently he's an Australian male escort. Good for him. Actually, honestly, yeah, I mean, say, good for him. Good for that. Saw guy. a few photos on his Instagram. Is he all, like, is he? He's doing well. Australian, but he works here, or like he's in Australia working as a male escort. I, I did not dive that deep into it, or, or look into the phone number, area code, okay. or anything. But and so the guy, I mean, the, I'm just curious wh- where this guy's coming around now. Now, Pat, messable people. You would think the gentleman on the bottom who you said looks like a politician, Michael Sims. And you would be like, Michael Sims? Why do I care about Michael Sims? Well, I'm glad you asked. Let me tell you. Michael Sims, Pat? Well, first of all, he's kind of a quitter. I'm just being real. He quit golf. He was a a good collegiate golfer, really good amateur golfer. Uh, But he quit golf to study motivational talks and being a motivational person. So I was... Potentially, he could have been a politician. Yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah. Here's where it gets weird. Guess who one of his best buddies is? 
Lucas Glover. Yes! How did you know that? <laughs> Can you believe I got that? How did you know that? I don't know. Did it you really guess that? Head. It just popped in my head. You know, I know a lot about junior golf in the South. Stop. From my days growing up. And Stop. The, and, and I have this feeling. I just had this feeling like they play golf together at some point. Wait, uh, okay. I mean, How would I have just said that? How, there's no way I would have just come that, up. That is unfucking believable. Also, like I could see little Pat Perry with his shitty swing at like 13 years old. I don't even know how you stalked it. How did you stalk it? The local paper? Like, how, did you go to the library and do the little winding things with the newspaper where you could look at other papers from other cities in the 80s where you were, like, stalking junior golf link because you were no, not good enough to play on the tour with 80s them? 80s is too early, so you're, you're, a little, you're a little too early for me. It would have been, like, the mid-90s. So, um, <laughs> well, still, it was before the internet. I'm there just are a saying, lot of good junior golf events. That, I'm that just saying, what, like, how did you track that? How did you, st- I mean... I used to have to. I used to have to pull the Augusta Chronicle every morning to see how many home runs Ken Griffey Jr. hit the night before because he was have, the game would start. They before. would always put junior golf tournaments like the AJGA tournament. I had friends that played in them, and I like to check <laughs> to see how they did. Uh, yes, micro fishing. That's 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 it. Thank you, AK. Shout out. All right, all right, ready. Okay, now the next challenges are different. Ready? Oh wait. So what it was Michael Sims? Where did he play? Did he play? At Clemson? I can't. I can't remember. No, he did not play at Clemson. He did not. But he was on a good team. He was on like a good amateur team, not the Walker Cup. I'm gonna have to Google that. Anyway, go ahead. Michael Sims. Anyway, he's in the field. Good Godspeed. All right. Why is he in the field? That's another question. Um. I don't remember because uh, he's Lucas Glover's best friend. And what else are they going to do? <laughs> I mean, when, when ride you, that's the best pull my mind has had in a long time. When just out of no, just, I mean, uh, it was amazing. All the golfers out there. It and was I said, amazing. But when ride you is your Mazda pulls out of the field, they go to, they start going to players and going, Hey, do you have anybody that can play this? Like maybe scratch. And Lucas is like, well, I got Michael Sims. He could fly in. He's got shit to do. So anyway, that's what's happening. All right, now I'm going to give you, there's a number, I've got a number of photos here where I'm going to give you two different photos. And I'm going to ask you to tell me which one, based on the photo, is the golfer in this week's field. You ready? Okay. Photo number one. One of these two gents is... Oh, no, it's okay. Thank you. I'm getting a beer delivered. Thank you, Miss Domination. Cheers. I'm going to the top. I'm going top. You're going top? Mm-hmm. Very good, Pat. It, that is correct. It is, it is Eric West. I thought, the, I thought this one would get you. I kind of thought, yeah. thought the I guy thought on the bottom. Was, that's what I was thinking. The guy on the thinking. bottom looks like a Nordic, a Nordic yes. boy. Yes. A Nordic boy like golfer. Alex Noren's yeah. cousin. His nephew. Yeah. Well, no, the, the, I don't know who he is, actually. Um, he's a random dude on the internet. The top guy is Eric West. Also, very interesting, Pat. Would you like to learn more about Eric West? Well, I do know that he's playing here this week because he played in the Port Royal qualifier. Do you know about this? He went to Bermuda to play it's, in a qualifier. Yeah, it's not a regular Monday qualifier where, like, they go to a random course somewhere else, I guess, because there's not that many courses probably on Bermuda, and so they just go, hey, come No, here. no, there are seven golf courses on Bermuda. Look at you. And it's actually the largest amount of golf courses in the vicinity of one area because it's, like, 21 miles total. 
in the vicinity of one area is that is that is that, is that actual I language figure out the right way to say it but it's it's like the largest <laughs> there's a lot of golf courses in a small area it's golf per capita or something yeah damn dude how'd you know that you're doing really good we're really brother-in-law in this right now yeah i feel yeah. good about this okay hold on there's this is more eric west gets really interesting okay all right first of all the qualifier is actually a 54 hole qualifier it's not an 18-hole qualifier. You play 54 holes at Port Royal on the course that you're about to play to qualify. He won by four shots. Three guys got in the field based on that qualifier. He won by four shots. But here's where it gets interesting. He played golf at Cal. Ever heard of it? Cal Berkeley? Yeah. I think Max Homa, Max Homa was there. Max Homa yeah. played there. Aaron Rodgers, ever heard of him? Um, but East player. But yeah. but kind of like Michael Sims, he's kind of a quitter. He quit playing, quit trying to chase the dream to become a putter maker. He makes custom putters and an organizational psychologist. Hmm. I don't know what an organizational psychologist <laughs> is. Does he go to organizations and do therapy? I don't know. This is what I'm talking about. Jack, we appreciate you being in the chat. Jack, Jack's wanting picks for the week. And he's Jack's already, he's really already given Jack, I, I'm sorry, but I'm sorry, buddy. Like for us to get up and do this, we have to have a little fun. We got to do a little different. Picks are coming later. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We really appreciate you being in here. All right, let me move on because I got a I got a handful of these. All right, so that's Eric West. Ready? Next group. <laughs> I love these two <laughs> pictures. They're so top, good. Top one has got to be Ernie Els's <laughs> cousin. <laughs> Dude. Who we never knew played golf. My guy just literally, he was like, how should I do my hair? And he's, he just stuck his head yeah. out the window and drove 60 miles an hour. That's how he did it. Bottom one is possessed evil Wyndham Clark. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like he's a naughty boy. Like he got in trouble. I, uh, I'm going to go with the top one again. I'm going top again. You'd be correct. You'd be yes. correct. Is his last name Mills? No, the guy at the top is Scott Roy. The guy at the bottom oh. is another Scott Roy. And he looks like he's, he looks like he played that game before. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, he looks like a naughty fella. That's a naughty fella. Anyway, Scott Roy up top is the director of golf at Turtle Hill, which is on Bermuda. And dude, if you deep dive into this guy, he's the he's Bermuda blocky. He, this guy, if there is a tournament on the and island, by Ber- Bermuda, you don't mean the grass type. You no. mean you mean the island. If there is an if there is a tournament on the island of Bermuda that is not this week's Butterfield Bermuda, Scott Roy, this this guy up top with the hair is gonna kick everyone's ass. Like this guy crushes Bermuda amateur or like club pro events on the regular. He 
he bludgeons the field on this island. Mm. Bludgeons the field. It's unreal. Like, do some research. Google Scott Roy Bermuda, and you've got Michael Block of the island of Bermuda. All right, next year. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> One of these guys is in a boy band. <laughs> I know it. I know it. I think it's the top one. So I'm going to go with the bottom guy is playing in this field. The top guy is like either in sync or. Damn, Pat, you are mean. You, you, dude, Planet Tito's Pat is thinking clearly. <laughs> the top yeah. guy is Joey Fatone from NSYNC. Yeah, okay. Joey the Fatone, bottom right. guy. Would be Greg Koch. I think it's Koch. Like crotch without the R. And he is playing. Uh, Joey Fatone is not. But Greg Koch, Pat, is a PGA assistant professional at the Ritz-Carlton course in Orlando. Who we... We know a couple Interesting. people. We have a connection there. We do have a connection there. We know mm-hmm. a couple people that are members there. Shout out Agent Drew and uh, Coach Rusty also. So have Greg Koch. Given, have they given us any intel? Probably no, no not. intel. No, Greg. Um, Greg's, but that's Greg. He's assistant pro. Now, I got to feel. Now, you're three for three. You're doing really well. And I, I will go ahead and tell you that you're probably going to be four for four, but I just could not pass this up because these two people have the same name. They have the same name. And I and I I know you're gonna get it right, but I just couldn't pass it up. <laughs> Which one of these is the cover? I'm pretty sure it's gotta be the bottom one. <laughs> but I wish it was the top one. I so much wish it was the top guy. So both of these guys' names are are Richard Johnson, aka Dickie J. Oh yeah, Richard you know, S. I, I call him Dickie J. Yeah. Um so did you know, he go to Augusta State? Richard S. Yeah, dude, I don't know, but you're fucking blowing my mind right now. You, go, you, you go are, look that up. You're like the Mr. Up. Miyagi of facts right now on my guys. I don't know, but this kid at the top, I, he this is some college sports photo, and his name is also Dick Johnson, and he just kind of looked like a wiener, like a dick to me with the hair. I don't know. And then there's Richard S. Johnson, who we all know, Dick Johnson, who. Who you know, Dick Johnson's forty-seven years old, Pat, and he won a tournament on the PGA Tour. He's playing this week. How about it? Yeah. Um. All right. <clears throat> Next one. I got a few more, and then we're done. We're getting out of here. I got. I got two more. God. Hopefully, I st- I stump you on one of these. All right. Here's the next one. I gotta get you on one of these. I'm really pissed. I haven't got you. Um. All right. I mean, I knew you were gonna recognize the dick when you saw it, but. All right. Um, I this is a tough one. This is a tough one because because I I want to say I want to go with the bottom one, but then also the bottom one looks like he is on some reality TV show. Like you know, what's that one that reality TV show in the South? Anyway, I don't know. I don't I'm going to go with the top. Going with the top. The top one is what? Is the golfer. 
Damn it. <laughs> yes. And I just remembered you're definitely going to get the next one too. Um, yeah, the top one is Danny Geis. Guis. Geis. Gooey Ice. We'll go with Gooey Ice. Danny Gooey Ice. I play golf at Wake Forest. He's a big Springsteen fan and claims to have a 34 inch vertical jump. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, vertical jump. The ne- the guy at the bottom is also named Danny Geis, but I don't know what he does other than just bees a tool. Okay. Uh, last one. This is... Which one of these is the golfer? <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Uh, this one actually is the trickiest one to me. <laughs> you, might, you might be evaluating the Butterfield Bermuda field. Despite the this is tricky. Despite the Titleist hat on the guy on the top, mm-hmm. the bottom one feels like that's who it is. I'm going to go with the bottom one. Yes, you're wrong. <laughs> you tricked me. You got me on this one. I, I overthought it. Oh shit! Both of these guys are named Oliver Betts Chart, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, <laughs> the guy on the bottom um, would love to talk to you about your financial portfolio mm-hmm. from LinkedIn. Uh, the kid on the top is 15 years old, <laughs> and he's playing this week. He's the youngest person to play in a PJ Tour event since 2014, I believe. But in that qualifier that I told you about at Port Royal, he finished, uh, he finished third. This is his home course. He finished third after shooting a 68 on day three in the worst conditions when only himself and Eric West, who I showed you earlier, were the only two players to shoot in the 60s. He shot a 68, and that followed a 73 and a 75 in more benign conditions. So Oliver Betschart is going to be playing in this event 15 years old. Wow, okay. Um, can I follow back up on something? This is, this is going to blow your mind. There are two Richard Johnson professional golfers. What? Richard Was the other Johnson, guy in my photo the guy? The, the Richard Johnson. Is the guy at the top was, also a professional golfer? No, no. <laughs> Richard Johnson is a Welsh professional golfer from Cardiff, Wales. He has five professional tour wins. He turned professional in 1995, and he went to Augusta State University. No way. There is also a Richard S. Johnson. Which That's is who's a, playing this week. Which is playing this week, who is a Swedish golfer. And when you go look at their, each of their profiles on Wikipedia, it has a note underneath their name at the very top. If you're talking about Richard S. Johnson, or the other Richard Johnson, click this link. Damn. I Pat, was close on that one. Pat, kiss your brain, man. You, you, you've done a, you did a tremendous job tonight. This, that, was, mm-hmm. that was above yeah. and beyond. That's not what I expected out of Tito's Pat. Um, all right, that was fun, at least for us. At least for me, that was fun. All right, let's talk about Port Royal. I'm going to give you a little info on Port Royal just quickly, and then, and then some DFS lessons from last year's 
uh, field, which actually, Pat, I went back and looked. You could make the argument that last year's field was worse, which I huh. found hard to believe. But I actually, now, you know, when the dust settles on Wednesday and everybody's done with drawing, we'll see what it looks like. But last year's field was pretty bad too. So anyway, uh, this is a, a par 71. You got three par fives, all three gettable, 6,800 yards, one of the shortest courses on the PJ Tour. The par threes are tough. Bermuda greens, B- B- Bermuda pretty much wall to wall. Um, fairways are key. Greens are going to have a little bit of slope. Iron play into the wind and in, in, in the wind and managing the wind is key. Now, I put this in the Discord today. I think it's foolish. If, if, you, if you follow a dude that fired off some outright bets on Monday, he's an idiot. Okay? Now, we are also idiots, clearly. But he's extra idiot this week because this tournament is no, has, has been known in its short history to have weather wave advantages. Weather. A couple of years ago, there was a nearly three-shot advantage in the first two rounds, which is unheard of. Three shots. We've had two years where the wind has been pretty much a non-factor and two years where it has been a factor. Um, so understanding the weather wave advantage potentially and the weather and the wind is a thing. I put a bunch of player quotes from last year in the Discord today. And a lot of those players are talking about how much different this course plays into the wind and, and not in wind. Uh, if the wind is blowing, it's going gonna, it's gonna to probably elevate driving distance. It's going to elevate length a little bit, and it's going to elevate around the green play a little bit. You can't ignore around the green play, especially if the wind's humming. They're going to miss greens. Uh, but uh, if the wind's not blowing, it's less of a factor, and driving distance is kind of less of a factor. In those two years where the wind didn't hum, we had Brendan Todd in 2020, who shot 24 under and stole a Harry Higgs outright from me at 150 to one. I'll never forget it. And then you had um, Seamus Power last year at 19 under. These greens are large, about 8,000 square feet, just a little bit smaller than last week at the Worldwide Technology. 87 bunkers, seven holes with water, tons of rain they've had in the last few months. Uh, they've had a lot of hurricanes out there. So unfortunately, Bermuda. The ground's going to be soft. It's not going to be firm and fast. Um, and what's what a vacation place is this? I don't know. Jeez. What's funny is Gay, Brian Gay, uh, Brendan Todd, and Lucas Herbert all won coming off of at least a couple of missed cuts in their last few events. Like You did not have to come into this thing with a ton of form. form. But then again, last year, Seamus won as the favorite. He won as the favorite, Pat, which is terrible. We hate it when that happens. Um, <clears throat> so when Herbert and Gay won in the wind, it was 15 under in 2021-2022. And then Seamus won, uh, or sorry, 2020 and 20, I don't know, 2020 and 2021. Todd won in 2019 at 24 under, and Seamus won last year at 19 under with no win. So the wind is going to be key. Now, I'm seeing some early wind projections for Friday that look quite interesting, as well as Saturday. And I think it's too early right now to get super committed on a lot of things. So we're going to talk about some names. We're going to talk about some players. But I think it's, it's foolish. And let's not go chasing the closing line value just yet until we understand a little bit better what this wind is going to do at Bermuda because it can get to whipping. All right. Uh, now let's talk about the 2022 Bermuda from a DFS standpoint. Uh, the perfect lineup 
you would have left $1,200 on the table on DraftKings, and your total ownership would have been around 48 to 50%. And it would have been a studs and duds lineup. Two guys in the 10K, that would have been Power and Detry. Two guys in the 7K and two guys in the 6K, very studs and duds. Of the top 10 highest DraftKings point scores last year, three were at, were at 15% in the highest owned category. Five came from the 9K and 10K range, and the other five came from 7.2K or lower. So it was a very much studs and duds situation. That is what you need to know about the golf course, about um, how this place set up last year. Oh, God. And I think now we can probably get into some picks. Got any other things to add there? I do not. Good job, though. Oh, I forgot about this. I need to announce the winner of our um can you help me can you help me think of something of our what's our contest that we're running so bet the so bet um yep the so bet uh special day contest yes the so bet special tuesday day in um april with me and pat the winner now this is kind of weird it gets like this sometimes partners by law, can't give us all the information they have to. They can give us, okay? They had to do the drawing. We had to wait on them to do the drawing. That's why we didn't have it last week. They did the drawing, and while they can't give us first names and last names, they can give us partial emails. Oh, I, part, wow, this is... This I is believe good. I believe that I know who this person is, but I can't be for sure. So here's what has to happen. I'm about to announce the person's partial email, and I'm going to put it up on the screen. If you are that person, you need to email us from that email to claim your prize. So I'm putting it up on the screen right now. It is Wharton, W-H-A-R-T-O-N. If that is in your email address that you signed up for SoBet for, we will cross-reference it. You need to email us at info at tourjunkies.com. Info at tourjunkies.com. You, sir or ma'am, are the winner of our SoBet contest, mystery contest thing that we can't. Nice. So there you go. Like Wharton Business School, which is supposed to be a good business school. Okay, maybe. I don't don't know. I'm just saying. Maybe it's Mr. Business. Okay. Well, can't wait. Also, if you're not on SoBet, you're losing. And let me tell you, the SoBet Saturday chat continues the heater i don't understand we have told you since july that we're gonna have football content in the discord and that it's gonna be banging and that one of those pieces of content is gonna be the sobet saturday chat from 11 a.m to noon eastern every saturday of the nfl season and it's gonna cover college football that saturday and nfl football the day after Sometimes hockey. Sometimes hockey. Pat hosted this week. I hosted last week. Sobet sends in handicappers. This week, what did did he go? Eight and two. Eight, two, and one. Eight, two, and one. Holy crap. That was just the college football. Let me go back. That was just college football? I thought that was total. The week before when I did it, he went six and three. It's it's like, and it's 
they're giving you their plays, they're giving you their logic, they're talking it out with the folks in the chat. If you are in our Discord, you've got to make it appointment listening. 11 a.m. every Saturday through the NFL season, we're getting a new capper every week, and they're sending us some studs. Shout out to King of Props last week for the massive return. So- oh, so so he he did not hit the NFL play. Okay. Or maybe that pushed, actually. I think that may have pushed. But he hit both of the prop plays that he put out there, and he's still got one more tonight that I think is probably going to hit with Brees Hall over 18 and a half receiving yards. So he might go 3-0 and on the prop plays. So. It's been lights out. It's a fun chat. Get in there. Get in the Discord if you're not already. Obviously, there's additional golf content, golf uh, picks, golf bets, um, golf information, golf intel to save you time on your research, but also we've got some good football stuff going on. All right, now we are finally in it. I think this is probably a record. 45 minutes into the show, we're going to get into picks, but we're going to make it fast because it ain't that great, people. Yeah. This is not, not that exciting. We're going to be diving this is into It's not exciting. It. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We're going to go through the DraftKings ranges, but as we go through those ranges, if we have outright bets we like, we're also going to hit those, and then we're going to hit top 20s at the end. Pat, 9K and above range. DK, what do you think? Well, first off, I'll just say this. This applies to betting, too. I don't, I don't want anybody shorter than really 22 to 1. No. For me. So that throws out Adam Scott. Mm-hmm. It throws out Akshay. Todd. Just all of these guys. You can't. You just can't. The, the, you can't do it. You, you can't. There, there is not the built-in assurance in those players that we normally get now if you're used to betting stefan yeager at 25 to 1 then you can be a ding dong and also bet thomas detry at 25 to 1. that's on you but it's terrible value yeah I agree. so that that, that really kind of throws out a lot mm-hmm. of those guys um now I, I do think there's some ones for dfs that, that i could see me you know playing here in this especially in this 9k range um yeah, I like. I still like Luke List. I, I just like the way he's playing. Um, so I could still see me going there. For some reason, I want to go to Alex Norin. Oh God, I do. I want to go to Alex oh, Norin. God. I don't think I want to bet him. Oh dear. But I, I could see me putting him in a DFS lineup. Um, ben Griffin mm-hmm. at ninety three hundred. I like. Mm-hmm. I like Taylor Pendrith. Mm-hmm. He especially is one that I think is is worth looking at. Other than that, man, I just I'm not very excited about this this range at all. No, you could you could probably a hundred percent whatever you're create, about to say. I'm going to say a hundred percent. Create a great lineup without any of these people. Hundred percent. I've None already done them. it. I've already done it. I, I yeah. don't. The six K range is abysmal. I mean, as bad as this upper tier is, wait till you get in the six K range. When you have mm-hmm. all the guys that we just showed pictures of a minute ago, you got damn Dick John, Dickie J and, you know, um, quitter Michael Sims. Th- that's what's going to happen when you get in there. 15 year old, you know, prepubescent Oliver in there with his pimples and shit. Whiteheads yeah. all over the place. You know, you don't, you, you don't even have any damn armpit hair yet. So you got to, I, I, I think this is a balanced build DFS week. And this is definitely an avoid the favorites outright week. Now, 
may have said that last year when Seamus Power came in here not in great form and did his thing. It could happen. But if I get burned by a 12-1 to 1 or 20-1 to 1 Brendan Todd, I get burned. It's fine. It wouldn't be the first time he's burned me at this tournament. Whatever. Yeah. Um, so I am 100% with you. I have two bets in this range that I like. It's Griffin at 25-1 to 1 on FanDuel. You get him back on Bermuda. He almost won this event last year. He's almost won a couple of events now. And they've, and they've been bad Sundays. Listen, they've been bad. Ben's kind of shit his pants in a couple of opportunities. But you know what they say. The more you shit your pants, the less you shit your pants. You kind of start to learn the early warning signs, the early, you know, the early indicator. So I think Ben Griffin could do it. 25 to 1 feels ridiculous, but it's all going to feel ridiculous in this field. And then Pinterest at 22 to 1, who also almost won this event a couple years ago, had a horrible Sunday the year Lucas, Lucas Herbert luck boxed into winning this damn thing. Um, Pinterest should have won that. He's playing well. Pinterest at 22. I also like. In terms of DFS, it is Griffin, it is Pendrith, and for me, it is Doug Gim. You still have, you still have the you bubbles. Keep, I, I don't know. Doug Gim, I, I'm done with Doug Gim. For no, a you while. can't. Don't, don't be. Don't. I just he finished fifteenth last week, and I told you I kind of had a Doug I, Gim feeling. I know. But, I told you. But whenever you say you have a feeling he doesn't do well, I miss a cut. I think you said the Shriners in the Sanders. He did well. I said I had a feeling he did well. He missed a cut. He finished 15th last week. No, but I mean the two before that. You said I'm not talking about the two before that. Come on, last week. Last week, Doug M. 15th, I had a feeling. Now, I actually like it more this week because last week we knew it was going to be a 25 under win or, or better. This week, we don't know. With, with the wind, it could be less. I love the ball striking. I love the iron play out of Doug Gim. The putter sucks, but I love the iron play out of Doug Gim. I love the balance build this week. I hate the 6K range with all of my heart. And, I, you know, I am willing to eat a little bit of chalk in Gim, Pendrith, and Griffin here. I also do, Luke Liss is on the radar. I'm interested to see how he comes in in terms of ownership. If the wind is picking up, I like him a little more. If the wind's going to lay down, I like him a little less. He's the one that I'm kind of like, I'm on the fence. But like Griffin, Pendrith, Gim, love. I'll be rocking him in DFS. The only two I'm betting, Pendrith and Griffin. Yeah, I'm with you there for sure on Pendrith and Griffin. <clears throat> I, I love them both. Um, not sure I'm totally in on Doug Gim, uh, but I certainly understand that. I, I think you can you can sprinkle a little on Lucas Glover, too. He's, he's Glover's 25 to, Yeah. 25 to 1. Obviously, he had that great run, I mean, more than recently. Um, so I think Lucas Glover, uh, Michael Sims' best friend mm-hmm. at 25 to 1. But my favorite bet is actually um, for the week, really, is not even in this 9K and above category. Ooh, is that a tease? Potentially. Okay, well, before we get to that, don't forget to get in our listener leagues each week of the NFL season. We're going to be in our splash contest, NFL tiers, PGA tiers, listener leagues. Both of these contests are two max entry, $5 entries a piece. So you bet, you know, put in $10 and you've maxed entered one of the contests. Put in 20, you've maxed entered both. 
uh, flat payout structure, very limited entries. Get in there. The link is in the description of the show. The description, or the link will take you to our commissioner channel where you will see all of the contests that we run on Splash, both NFL and PGA. It's a good time. Once again, I did not cash in the NFL. Did you cash in the NFL this week? Uh, remains to be seen. Oh, remains to be seen. I, I don't know if I have anybody tonight. I don't think I, I do. I think I've got two tonight, actually. So I have a chance to move uh, up considerably. The NFL contests are Sunday and Monday, and obviously the PGA contests are Thursday to Sunday. So click the link in the description. Join us on Splash and have some fun with those tiers-based contests. All right, 8K range, Pat. Who is your boy? DB. Are you coming around on a guy that I, I've been I got to go with Alex Smalley at 22 to 1. Uh, I think he's my favorite play this week. Um, you know, you look at the the recent results, they've been certainly mixed with a T61 at the Shriners. T16, though, at Sanderson Farms. He has a great history here, though. He's finished uh, in the top 20, or really top 15, two years in a row. And they were both two years, I think, that were kind of different as far as the weather was concerned. Um, so I like Smalley a lot. I like him in DFS at 8,900. I think if you're playing cash yeah. um, and yeah. you want to you want to do that, which I don't cash, know, like, I don't know why you'd want to care to do cash. I, 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 I wouldn't I would rather pluck my uh, I, I'd rather do a lot of weird things to my body than play. I don't want to play. I'm just saying we have lineup. people that want to do that. No, don't. But, but Alex, maybe we don't. You're probably right. We might not. Alex Smalley, cross the board. Big fan this week. God, I love it. 55, no, what is he, 22, 25 to 1 on DK? 22. 22, DK, I love that. Um, oh, I, oh, I was going to say it earlier. We, got, we still have the bubble boy situation, right? We have, the, we have the 51 to 60 FedEx Cup standings bubble situation where you get into all the signature events. And then you have the 125 bubble, which is what Eric Van Ruyen was on last week before he won, and now he's at 62. So Smalley's at 58 in the FedEx Cup standings right now. So he's just inside getting into those first six or four, however many it is, PJ Tour signature events for next season. I love Smalley. You know I love Smalley. Other than Smalley, listen, I like Mark Hubbard, okay? Mark Hubbard's a friend of the show. He's a friend of the Tour Junkies. He's a good dude. We're going to probably see him next week at the Arsenal. Great guy. Love him. Probably going to be too chalky for me in DFS. I think I'll pass. Maybe not. Maybe the miscut on the number, I think, will throw him off. 33 to 1 MGM, I kind of don't mind. 33 to 1, kind of don't mind. He's been in the hunt a couple times. But in DFS, I like two names a little more. One is a guy I've been riding, and it's Vincent Whaley. Mm-hmm. Who continues to hit the ball well, continues to play well. He's 55 to 1 on FanDuel outright i don't mind that either the other one is a guy who i haven't played a lot of he's 55th in the fedex cup standings he's right in there right right in there one good week this week and he could solidify getting into those signature events nick hardy yes i like it i like I a little like, nick, nick hardy's a better play than vincent whaley i do too i actually like him more as well i mean he's he's been trending nicely in the fall uh started off his fall with a missed cut then went 35th, 55th, 41st, 23rd. Now, he's had a lot of travel. He's had a lot of play. This is like his, you know, fourth event in a row or whatever, which is a little, you know, but he's a young, 
studly boy. We know Nick. Good dude. 23rd year last year. I think I think Nick Hardy just in terms of DFS, I think Nick Hardy just kind of blends into the background. You know what I mean? Like he just he never really ends up being all that popular. He never really ends up being all that ignored. But I, I like him. So I could see a little Nick Hardy. Okay. I, I'm out on Papa Sink in here. I don't know, you know, what you think about the fade here in this range, but I, I you know, eighty three hundred dollars sink. Despite his fourth place yeah. finish here three years I ago, mean, we I saw a guy like Kucher up there last week. You know, an older guy. I know, and I was all out Kuchar's on him too. Play- he's been playing well too. I, I think he- I screwed the Cooch on that one. Yeah, well, not really. Well, yeah, you sc- yeah you definitely did with EVR. Good yeah. job. Um, can I interest you in it? Just a, a little piece of MJ Duffy. No. I was gonna say which woo do we do? I want to do a woo, I want and I don't know which woo to do. I want both do. woos. I got as a matter of fact. Want I double, was you want double? You want? I was gonna cheat on the top twenties and just t- to like say, "Give me a woo." Wait, you mean you want a woo woo? Yeah, I want a woo woo. <laughs> <laughs> I want a woo woo. Remember, um, remember in Living Color back in the day? Did you ever watch? God, that what a show. <laughs> And uh, Wanda Wayne, Jamie Foxx used to do yeah. Wanda Wayne. Yeah. Like, Wanda Wayne. Oh, woo woo, <laughs> dude! In Living Color would not survive in 2023. It would be canceled <laughs> yesterday. It, it the show would last right. four minutes, and then you'd be like, "Oh." It kind of makes you like wonder, like how Saturday Night Live did it, but then it probably like they've adjusted so much over the years that they've like, yeah, they've just totally. They're able to like keep it going. I don't know if I want to go double woo though. I think I want to pick a woo and I think you can. I think you can woo woo. And how about we finally have D woo priced the same as B woo? Because remember, forever it was like D woo was playing better and still like a billion dollars less than Brandon Wu on the yeah. DraftKings slate. And now we have both of them in the same, and they're not even related, which we learned. You know, is we just there learned. laziness though? And they just said. Let's just put them both together finally. <laughs> like, I don't know. If you had to pick one woo to live and die by the woo, which one would you woo? Which one would you woo? Which woo would you get down? I mean, to? their odds are pretty much the same across the board, too. Like when you look at the different sites, I mean, DK's got them both at 40 to 1. Vandal's got them both at 45 to 1. I might just fade both. So I feel no, like, I feel like the woo, I feel like woo is. The Wu Tang boys are a trap. Maybe they're a trap. So no, so no MJ Duffy. No. I I I don't. I like Smalley, Hardy, Whaley, Hubbard. Maybe Hubbard. After that, I'm out on the 8K range. I'm going those low boys in the nines, and then I'm hitting the sevens. Well, we all know you weren't going to look at Mackenzie Hughes. Fuck no. Guy's a shithole. He also he withdrew. By the way. Oh, he did. Yeah, Thank he was true. Yeah, you better keep up with the withdrawals. If you're not, if you're not, this is a good week for that. If you're not paying attention to the withdrawals, yep. you you are. Yeah, you're out. Uh, McKenzie withdrew, and Omar Uresti gets to play now. All right. God. All, All right, right. Here we go. Here. All right, seven K. Okay, what are we doing? Yeah, we're in the seven K. Okay, seven K range. I like a lot of guys in here. This is where I'm going to pivot. This is where I'm. I'm pivoting. 
Okay. The end. <laughs> Were you going to talk? Like it was. Like, I don't know. I don't know. You go first. You go first. Okay. Well, I have several in here that I like. I'm going to stay on Lonto Griffin, mm-hmm. 7,900 up at the top. I don't like him. Uh, Lonto is also 75 to 1. Lonto. Did he withdraw? Son of a bitch. No, he, he did not. No, no, he just sucks. But anyway. All right. You, you, you and Lonto, are, you're like my sloppy seconds with Lonto. Like, I had a run with Lonto, and he and I were good. Like, Lonto okay. was, he was, he was a little bit sexy. He was a little overlooked. He was a guy, he was kind of a, he was an eight surround, usually surround, he was like a seven and a half surrounded by a lot of eights and nines, and people would overlook him, and I just kept banging him. And then, and then you, and you were never interested. And then when he became a four, and I broke up with I don't him think because there were other there were other opportunities out there that were more beneficial. You now are interested in the Lonto sloppy seconds. And it's really it's kind of a thirsty boy look for you that is not very becoming. Okay. I let me just get into some other plays here. Okay. Oh, by the way, uh oh, you know what we forgot to say? Wednesday night in our Discord chat, we're getting <laughs> again oh yeah remember we said that remember we said that we're gonna do gummies wednesday night in the discord chat well i mean i don't have any gummies. oh i have gummies I'm, I'm prepared yeah anyway uh, wednesday night discord chat at about 8 45 p.m eastern till whenever is gonna be lit it's gonna be the last wednesday night live chat of the year because next week i should have said this too next week we will be at the rsm on our best behavior as media tuesday through thursday uh, and we'll relay all the information we get from that experience to the Discord. And that's going to be a great time. But next, but this week is our last Wednesday Night Live chat. Okay, go ahead. Lonto. Your sloppy seconds for Lonto. All You're right, trying to with cl- that, though. Because I want to get, I really want to get into two plays that I just absolutely love in here. Okay. All right. 7,400. 90 to 1, Patton Kazire. Dude, I kind of looked at it, but I couldn't. I, I dude, my love pen, my pen could not write it down, but I kind of looked at it. I kind of I love Kazire this week. I look love him. All right. Now look, he is he's actually been playing. He's got our boy Dean on the bag. I know. And he's been playing decent this fall. You know, he's play, he had a top 15 last week, T46 at the Shriners. I mean, decent for him. Kazire's kind of get. But I feel like this is a Bermuda sort of like a get right golf course. Maybe the Bermuda Triangle does something to people. Like Brendan Todd. He was all yippy and stuff and couldn't win a golf tournament and then he wins here. Although maybe that was the second win. No, remember like, he won back to back weeks. Yeah, he won, won back to back. But anyway. Um Kazire is also one twenty six in the FedEx Cup standings. Yes. And that obviously, was another thing I was gonna say. Obviously he'll earlier. be playing next week at his home game in Sea Island. But yeah. he would like to go into that home game stress free and having the card locked up. Yeah. So Kazire seventy four hundred I like. I like him better with a lot of wind. Yes. Same. But I but I, I, I'm with you a little bit on that. All right. Here's another one. Mm-hmm. Seventy six hundred Justin Lauer. Yeah. I'm in you you've heard it here first. J Lo. We love From J-Lo. me or DB, I don't know if you're going to agree. I think J-Lo could get his first ever victory on PGA, on the PGA Tour this week. I like him at 65 to I 1. I do too. And do too. so those are my two like real kind of like sneaky 
favorite plays here in this in the 7k range by the way i'll throw a le- another one really cheap and he's 150 to one scott piercy yeah piercy's i think in a in, like especially if you get a little win like he's such a good ball striker like c- controls his ball really well i think piercy could surprise a little bit this week yeah uh i think adam long is going to be interesting he obviously played really well he had a hundred percent of his fairways at the worldwide technology that's getting a lot of run uh, and plays well in birdie fest. He's also won 38 in the FedEx cup standings. Long was interesting. Hickok played well. Uh, I've been kind of a Kramer Hickok guy before. He's interesting. Ryan Moore's playing well. He's got a boy, Austin Goggert on the bag, but a couple of my favorites would be Austin Smotherman at one thirty mm. in the FedEx yeah. cup standings. Smo daddy is 90 to one on FanDuel. has been putting it together, played well here in the past. I like Small Daddy a little bit. He's not going to be super high owned. Even if he gets a little chatter, he probably won't crack 7 or 8%. Uh, and then I think this is a bounce back for Kelly Craft. You know, Kelly Craft really crapped on the, the course last week. I don't know if you saw that. He had, he, had a, he had a press clipping talking about how crappy that golf course was. And I think he's going to be excited to come back on a course where you don't, you know, the bombers don't have a distinct advantage. Um, so I think this is a good spot, a get-right spot, if you will, for Kelly Craft. And if I remember correctly, let me see. He may – I think he missed – oh, dear. Oh, dear. Um, he – where is he? Where is Craft? I thought he missed the cut on the number, but now I can't find him because I'm, I'm not in my best state. Um, no, no, he didn't. He made the cut. He shot eight under. He finished 71st, but he hated the golf course. Anyway, uh, him and then another friend of the podcast, Pat, a guy whose wedges are dialed. You're going to have some wedges here. Hank Lebiota, very mm-hmm. cheap, 7K play, 125 to 1 in the outright market. I'll go hammer and Hank. Okay. I don't mind that at all. I looked at it. Um, Surprised you didn't throw out Norlander. I, I have him written down. I, I think Norlander's interesting here. Now, he did miss the cut on the number at the Worldwide, but this is a better spot for him. Going to play well in the wind. If it's windy, I, I give him even a bump. I like Norlander. Do you go back to Vajegas at all either? Mm-hmm. 125 to 1? I think, or was I, that just a random event that happened? I mean, in this field, like, I'll, I'll, I'll take a shot on it, right? Like, he went from. Literally like 200-something in the FedEx Cup standings to 147. Yeah. I mean, the dude dude went from... Yeah, the dude went from not having a chance to play on the PGA Tour next year other than a couple of exemptions to realistically getting inside the 125. I think that's interesting. I do, too. I thought he did a hell of a job, actually, in his one or two announcer appearances for... I can't remember which golf tournaments they were. So he has that he to fall back yeah. on anyway. He did. All right, let's go to the 6K range. Button this up. Let's talk some top 20. 6K range I don't like a lot. Um, uh, Harrison Indicott, the Aussie. Yes. R- <laughs> really? Wow. How do we have that same name written down? I don't know. I only like him in DFS. I'm not betting him. but um, He is 200 to 1. <laughs> no, I'm not. He, he has played well here before. I like the Aussie in the win factor. I mean, you know I'm a sucker for Jason Duffner on a course where you don't have to hit it a mile, and it's a ball-striking contest. I think Jason Duffner is, is intriguing. 
And the only bet, the only outright bet that I have in here, and also a DFS play, and I hate to say it because he's a Florida Gator, but I'm going Fred Biondi. Oh, wow. At a 1,000 to 1. I mean, arguably, he's the best player in college golf. He just won the individual national championship. Florida Gator, decorated career at Florida. And obviously, he's going to be comfortable on Bermuda. Like, I, I, don't, I don't hate him at the price in DFS and at 1,000 to 1. I mean, I'll put $5 on it. Okay. That's it. That's, that's, that's all I like in the 6K range. I don't want anyone else. Range. I, I cannot stand it. Um, By the way, Indicott is 133rd in the FedEx Cup standing, so he's close to that 125. Needs a good week. He was one I wrote down, so I'll, we'll combine on that one. What about Martin Trainer? No. I mean, I like him 30th? better on a I like him better on a bomber course. Yeah, but he's hang on. <laughs> oh dear you're allergic <laughs> you're, you're clearly allergic to martin trainer i'm allergic to martin trainer <laughs> let me take that one off the list but he did finish 30th at the fortinet and 15th last week um i don't i just i can't i just don't like this range at all it's terrible i, I don't really have anybody that gives me any kind of confidence no I don't want to do a six. We're not going to do a six K draft because it's literally, it would be terrifying. Yeah. Okay. Top twenties. Now let me tell you this too. Top twenties. I I almost don't. I don't want to do anything other than bombs, and I'm talking like two to one or better, two to one or longer. Like last week, I felt like there were a couple of top twenty guarantees. This week, no guarantees. Mm-mm. None. Mm-mm. It doesn't feel like they're there. So I like some bombs, and that's it. One of them is Fred Biondi. He is 20 to 1 to finish in the top 20. Like, literally a top 20 bet that would qualify for DB's Big Balls betting card 2023 revised edition at 20 to 1 or longer. He qualifies right now on FanDuel at 20 to 1 the best player in college golf right now, arguably, Fred Biondi. Okay. What do you think about B. Gay, who's just dominated this place? He's 5-1 to one to top 20. Talk about him every year this time of year. His mama has a, a lingerie shop in Augusta, like literally a 9-iron from the gates of the Augusta National. I, I don't mind it. B. Gay, if no wind, B. Gay? Yeah. Or actually, no, he won in the wind. Okay. Uh, I never, I never thought about be gay. Okay. Um, I did have some longer, you know, longer shot top twenties. Okay. One was, and they're both. I, I've mentioned one you mentioned. Um, but I like, I like Lauer at plus two thirty. Mm-hmm. Me too. I like Leviota at plus four hundred, and I like Piercy at plus four hundred. I think those are three that you know you could you could potentially get some top twenties out of. Now, if you wanted to like a, a closer end lock, like if you wanted to say like, all right, if you got to throw a lock on the top t- top twenty, I'd probably say Alex Smiley at plus one ten. That that would be the lock. 
I mean, I don't even feel good about that. But I, I hear you. I just he could he could just be an idiot and trunk slam. I feel more comfortable just throwing in the the Leviota, the yeah. Lauer, and the Piercy play. Uh, the shortest ones for me, I'll give you two: Whaley at plus two ten, and Smotherman at plus two eighty. That's it. Yeah. Are we done? I don't know, but that guy's still on that couch in front of you. you know <laughs> I'm literally looking at you. Like I. <laughs> All right. Maybe it is me. It is you. It's you on the couch. You're on the you're on the casting couch. Hmm. Um, good show, good times. The Bermuda Beer Goggles Championship preview is done. The, I'm all out of beer now. I have to go downstairs. So my wife's gonna be like, "Why are you hammered at 7:45 in the evening?" Why not? It's the Bermuda. Why are you not hammered? Okay, good stuff. We will be back next week. RSM Classic. We're gonna preview that. Um, then we will be at the RSM at Sea Island. Would love it if you're there. If you're a listener and you're gonna be there, let us know. Hit us up. We'll do some uh we'll do some meetups or something. And have a great week. See ya.